you're going to be. Man, I don't need to be up in here behind these bars. I can't do nothing behind these bars. Of course you do. You're a criminal. Everybody in here is a criminal. I'm a criminal, and you're a criminal. Let me tell you something. I was set up, OG. Kill my best friend. Don't trip on it, kid. Revenge has a funny, funny way of settling the score. And when it happens, you will know. Illuminati, all through your body. The blows like a 12 gauge shot it. Feel me? And God said he's just sending his one begotten son to lead the wild into the waves of the man. Follow me. Eat my flesh, flesh of my flesh. Come with me. Hail Mary, run quick, see. What do we have here now? La 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 la. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. Bitch. All right, well, first time I've started off a show with Tupac. Um, probably the last time. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Let me clear my throat. So, tomorrow's the big day. We're like... 14 hours away from uh, Joe Biden becoming officially sworn in as president of these United States. And um, I don't know what to think. Um, you know, we went through a lot in four years, went by fast. Trump was um, the most American-loving president I've ever seen. And, you know, it, he just puts me in the mind of the, in mind of the greats. Um, Pepto-Bismol. Mess on my Pepto-Bismol tablets. I don't know why I'm sitting on my little tray. Um, you know, we we thought going into this election, he was going to win. On election night, it looked like he won. But I've never seen media outlets so slow to call elections. And then suddenly they say, well, we're going to stop counting votes. It's midnight. We got to go home. And then at 4 a.m., all these ballots come in marked for Biden and some of them mark, not marked for anyone else. No down ticket candidates. Um, you know, Trump one, all the bellwether um, indicators, indicators. You know, there are like 17 counties in this country that if you win those 17 counties, you win the presidency. 
And it's not because of their population, it's because of their diversity. And they're like a microcosm of uh, the, the nation as a whole. You know, Trump won all that. Trump won states that are considered uh, microcosms for the rest of the country and how those states vote, uh, the rest of the country generally goes. Biden didn't even win whole states like Michigan, Pennsylvania, um, and such. He won cities. He won the cities, for example, Pennsylvania. He won the cities of Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. I uh, don't understand why on election night, around midnight when it was like, whoa, Trump's ahead like 600,000 votes. I look at Philadelphia because that's, you know, Philadelphia and that, that area is going to be blue. And that county had 100% of its precincts reporting. And four years ago, when 100% of those precincts were reporting, Trump won the rest of the state. You know, the outer line counties, it takes them a little while to, to get their votes in usually because they're rural. But that's just one example. I looked at Georgia, the same thing. The counties where Atlanta uh, is, that, that big blue chunk, 100% of the votes reported Trump ahead by hundreds of thousands of votes. Michigan, same thing. Trump ahead hundreds of thousands of votes. 100% of Detroit reporting four years ago that equaled Trump victory. Now suddenly, Trump wins three, four major cities. Milwaukee, Philly, Atlanta, Detroit. And he wins the whole state. And the... Biden wins those cities and wins the whole state and wins the presidency. Trump beat the polls, though. He was supposed to be behind, you know, 10, 15, 20%. I mean, like the day before the election, it wasn't even supposed to be close. Yet he lost these places. By fewer votes than what the polls predicted. Um, Somehow Joe Biden, this sleepy, gropey old white man with a crooked business crackhead son who's now under investigation. He won't be much longer because Biden's cabinet will change that. Um, but, uh, this guy who didn't leave his house for most of the campaign couldn't speak in complete sentences, but had the media, the celebrities, all the Satan worshiping pedophile junkies in Hollywood on his side wins the presidency. So there's obviously a mixed emotions with me. 
going into tomorrow's uh, inauguration. Uh, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, the inaugurations, uh, from what I'm reading, going to be short and sweet. It's uh, let me do my prelude here. Uh, you're listening to Americana, the American way. I'm Big John, your host. Uh, the social media outlets so far are um, Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Uh, when Parlor gets back online, Parlor at the real Big John, all one word. Uh, Anchor podcast app, Anchor.fm, and. Um, all the other podcast platforms too so anyhow looking at the Joe Biden inaugural it's actually been a multi-day celebration of different uh, uh, things going around there was actually a uh, couple of inaugural balls last night um, which would have been scroll back which would have been Monday the 18th of January um, AAPI inaugural ball breaking barriers was at 7 p.m. last night um, partnership with impact and run AAPI uh, inaugural ball celebrating Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders Communities and a multitude of contributions they make to our nation. That sounds like it would have been pretty fun. Uh, atten- this is what like the big the Democrats are like really into. Um, it, it was a celebration. Um, celebrities, musical, comedy, cultural performances. Um, it said compar- confirmed participants included or include. OMB director designate uh, Nira Tan. It's hard to see all my glasses. You know what? I'll just, just deal with the glare off my glasses. Um, Nira Taden, reps Amy Barra, Pramila J. Andy Kim, Raja Krishamathi. Uh, former Olympia Michelle Kwan, she's pretty cool. Actors Cal Penn, never heard of. John Cho, never heard of. I've heard of Margaret Cho. Uh, Camille Najanani and Chloe Bennett. Performances by Japanese Breakfast, Ari Asfar. Afsar, Raja, Kamiri, and more. Don't know who any of those people are. Uh, there was a We Are One celebration, or We Are One, whatever that was. Presidential inaugural committee uh, will host an evening within the black community and African diaspora. Diaspora, featuring powerful speakers. Oh, that could have been cool. 
Um, event hosted by Terrence J. Uh, Leslie Jones, Frankie Beverly, Stacy Adams, Whip Jim Claiborne. Uh, that means like the that's the guy. The whip in politics means you uh, line up the votes for your party. Um, then you had Rep. Cedric Richmond, uh, Congressional Black Caucus Chairman Chairwoman. These are all politicians. These aren't anybody cool. I mean, anyways, Joyce Beatty, Cory Booker, uh, Raphael Warnock, Kim Fields. Oh, she's cool. Tootie from the Facts of Life. Erica Alexander, Jason George, uh, DJ N. Nice, the OJs. Oh, that's cool. They were a good R&B band back in the day. Uh, Rhapsody, Step Africa. Oh, good step shows. Always fun. Uh, String Queens, Texas Southern University debate team. How does a debate team perform? They stand on the stage and debate each other or something. What? The event also features Battle of the Bands. Oh, that could be cool. I might have to actually watch this. Florida A&M, Marching 100, the Grambling State. Oh, Grambling's awesome. Grambling State University, world-famed marching band. <laughs> I like that. They call themselves the world-famed marching band. <laughs> Jackson State University Sonic Boom of the South. These bands got cool names. Uh, the Louisiana Leadership Institute All Star Marching Band. Yeah, you guys need to try harder on your nickname. Uh, South Carolina State Marching 101. All right. Oh, this is awesome. The Southern University Human Jukebox Marching Band. Now that that's a cool nickname. Uh, and then Tennessee, Tennessee State University, Aristocrat of Bands. It, that, I'm going to have to watch that. That battle of the bands would be sweet. Um, so anyways, on January 20th, tomorrow, the official day, uh, this uh, presidency kicks off. Now I'm depressed again. <laughs> Sucks. Uh, President elect Biden and uh, uh, Vice President elect Harris, pardon me, uh, will be sworn in, in on the west front of the U.S. Capitol building after they take their oaths of office, will deliver his inaugural address, oh lordy, uh, laying out his vision to defeat the pandemic. He can't. Uh, he can't. He, he, this, this disease, um, one, is not as deadly but it is super contagious um, I've had friends of mine catch it thank the Lord I declared victory over it uh, and the Lord has blessed me with health uh, since last February um, I was, I've been blessed with good health for a few years aside from uh, mental and anxiety but uh, anyhow He's not going to defeat this pandemic. Uh, his thing to build back better. How can he build a better economy than Trump did? Uh, Trump talked for four years about infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. Uh, he got a lot done, but 
they just never got that big infrastructure bill passed. Um, and by the way, Build Back Better is um, something that Biden and them stole from, uh, I believe, Great Britain. And it's very close to make America great again, to be honest with you. Uh, anyways, uh, and the rest of his speech, you know, he's going to talk about unify and heal the nation. I doubt that. It's probably going to be very divisive. Um, you know, he's probably going to blame, um, you know, all white people that aren't white uppity liberals for being the root of all evil and we're all racist and such. Um, following the ceremony, Vice President, First Lady, uh, Second Gentleman, yeah, Vice President, Vice President-elect, you, you get the drill. The, they're going to go on a uh, pass in review in front on the east front. So they're going to go from the west side of the Capitol to the east side, and the uh, military is going to parade past them. Um, it's pass in reviews are a long standing military tradition that reflect the peaceful transfer of power to a new commander-in-chief. Uh, this will be streamed on bideninaugural.org slash watch and is expected to be carried on all major media networks and platforms streamed live on PIC social media. I don't know what PIC social media is. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch will all have live streams of this. Um, then, was it, 2 p.m., he's going to lay a wreath at Arlington Cemetery. I haven't seen many presidents do that. 3 p.m., presidential escort. Uh, we'll receive a presidential escort from the 15th Street to the White House with every branch of the military in the escort, including the Army Band, Joint Service Honor Guard, Commander-in-Chief's Guard, Fife Drum Corps, and 3rd, uh, or Drum Corps from the 3rd U.S. Infantry, the Old Guard. Presidential escort to the White House will be followed by a parade across America, which will be televised for the American people and, to feature, and feature diverse dynamic performances and in communities across the country. So the parade across America, there's not going to be, a, evidently there's not going to be a presidential parade. They're going to have like live via satellite feeds from across the country with performances and stuff. Then at 8 o'clock or 8.30 p.m. there's a prime time special. Celebrating, hey, that's my thing. Celebrating America primetime special. That's what I call my Independence Day parade in my hometown that I invented and founded and was the first one in my town. They stole my shit. Bastards. Uh, Tom Hanks, who's actually a citizen of Greece now, declared himself a citizen of Greece. Uh, this 90-minute primetime program will feature remarks from President-elect Biden, Vice President-elect Harris. They love that term, President-elect and Vice President-elect. They put it freaking everywhere. 
Uh, performances represent rich diversity. Celebrating uh, America will feature Aunt Clemens, A-N-T Clemens, never heard of. John Bon Jovi, liberal bastard. Uh, the Foo Fighters. Oh, well, I'm not. I'm removing them from my playlist. John Legend. Never really got into his music. Ava Longoria. I wonder if she's still hot. Uh, Demi Demi Lovato. I think she's pretty cool. Bruce Springsteen, the liberal prick. Um, he still has a lot of good songs. You just can't help but like Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Justin Timberlake, the sniveling little sneak shit. Um, he's all right. No, he's a good performer. Um, when he's performing other people's music. Um, and Carrie Washington, don't know who she is. Uh, it'll be on ABC, CBS, CNN, NBC, MSNBC, and PBS. I, I don't... See, and it'll be on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Um, and it'll be on Amazon Prime Video. I don't get that. Microsoft Bing, News Now from Fox, AT&T Universe, DirecTV. So you'll be able to watch this. I'm not watching it. Wrestling's on at 8 o'clock, and I'm not, I won't be paying attention. Uh, to this, I might try to make it through and do a video um, react live reaction video, but it it won't be live because I can't stream live on anything but Facebook, uh, and I I refuse to give them my business because they won't let me monetize. Um, but anyway, so. Yeah, I might try to do some kind of live thing for the uh, his inaugural speech. Be a, a dick and pick it apart. There's a lot of swearing in this video. Um, so, th this is going to be a longie, guys. Um, the news, the news, the news, the news. So, um, this is like quite funny honestly but it's not it, it you know i ain't got i don't know man you know barack obama i disagreed with his policies but everybody told me what a likable nice person he was i haven't even fired up my cigar yet i've been so wrapped up in this very much like my stogie So, where's my cleaning cloth? Maybe that would help the glare. Shit, I just had it. <coughs> you know, if I organize my house, these podcasts and videos would be a hell of a lot smoother. But I just like to sit here and share my thoughts with people. So, the headline is... Harris... 
Harris prepares for central role in Biden's White House. There's my glasses. You hear me scrubbing the grease and crud off of them. Uh, Harris prepares for central role in Biden's White House. Yeah, uh, she better because she's going to be president in like six months. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that Joe Biden was just a placeholder. Somebody that they could throw in there, get elected, uh, just to get rid of Trump and head on out. Um, I, I give him six months. I give it six months to a year. He'll get sick. I don't know. It's supposed to be kind of a bad weather day tomorrow in D.C. Remember we had a president uh, who caught sick at his own inauguration? And Teddy Roosevelt... No, Teddy Roosevelt came in after... Uh, McKinley got assassinated. That's where Teddy Roosevelt came in. Um, but anyways, there was a president who got sick at his inauguration because it was um, outside in the rain and, oh, yeah, i got to go through with the inauguration. Um, I don't know if that's what will happen to Biden, if he'll catch COVID, supposedly. I mean, I don't wish wish ill on the man. I'm just saying it looks like the plan's already in place to hand over the reins to Harris. Uh, you know, and like I said, six months to a year tops. That's my guess. Some people are saying two years to make it look good, but she's going to run the White House. He, he's incapable, completely incapable of doing the job of president. Uh, Harris has proven herself a loyal partner to Biden. The AP says, rarely ever contradicting him publicly. Still California Rep Barbara Lee, who was the first congressional black caucus member to endorse in the primary, says she backed Harris and said the vice president isn't afraid to speak her mind. She's not, she's no shrinking violet. If she believes that one decision should be made versus another, she's going to weigh in and give her thoughts and opinions. Biden has a personal affection for the work of diplomacy and deep relationships with global leaders that Harris can't match. But aides say she'll de be deeply involved in the administration's diplomatic priorities simply because of the sheer amount of issues that will take up Biden's time. She may also give a particular aspect of the administration's response to oversee the coronavirus. Um, so he's going to hand her the coronavirus lead, maybe the task force, but they'll call it something else. Uh, they already have a coronavirus uh, 
they first they called him a czar, and then the press the press kind of jumped his shit over that. So uh, there's like a co coronavirus commander or something, Cobra commander. I don't know, um, but she's gonna have to play a big role, and she's gonna have to be a tag along on a lot of diplomatic missions overseas, if uh, if there are such things. Uh, she's going to have to be there in the White House when foreign diplomats are there because she's going to have to uh, pick up for Biden at some point in the very near future. Uh, the big thizang of today, Biden is uh, appointing, going to appoint might as well say he already has, but uh, Biden's pick, Biden picks first transgender person for Senate confirmed post. Joe Biden has tapped Pennsylvania Health Secretary Rachel Levine to be his assistant secretary of health, leaving her poised to become the first openly transgender federal official to be confirmed by the Senate. Now, Trump had uh, an openly gay ambassador. He had a, well, it was the same guy, but um, he spoke at the Republican convention and you know, endorsed Trump. First openly gay man to speak at a Republican national convention. And the media gave it no mind at all. Paid no attention because, one, it didn't fit their uh, homophobic, xenophobic, xylophonobic, as I like to call it, um... Uh, it didn't fit their narrative of Trump, that he's a racist, homophobe, xenophobe, all those terrible things. Um, Richard Grinnell, you know, it was covered by the NY Post, Fox News. Um, but n none of the rest of the media. This Richard is his birth name. Who's, who left his wife and kids in 2011 and transitioned in 2013 is getting all kinds of attention and praise, and Biden's getting praise. This is just a political move uh, to say he appointed the first transgender. And, you know, I don't have a problem with transgender people. You know, I've openly supported... Uh, people like Blair White, uh, and, you know, I watch her videos, and she changed my opinion of trans people. But this Richard Rachel Levine, it looks like a man in women's clothing. I mean, sorry. It just... And what Biden's doing here is he's trying to put Senate Republicans on the spot if they don't vote for him, her, then 
it makes them look bad. They're anti-trans. They're transphobic, which is stupid because phobic or phobia means fear of. It doesn't mean you hate somebody. Phob I me mean, for crying out. Didn't these people watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special when Lucy was given Charlie Brown uh, advice? And she said, if you're this, if you have this phobia, you have the fear of this. If you have that pho phobia, means fear, doesn't mean hate. Now, on the other hand, if Republicans vote for this person, then they're, the Democrats think they'll lose their standing with the religious right or the right wing. Look, guys, the Republican Party is right center just like the rest of America you know we're open to other people we're open to other ideas we've accepted uh, gay people gay marriage yeah there are some extremists that don't but you have extreme uh, things on both sides of the aisle uh, both political factions let's say you know, like the Democrats, they have common sense environmentalists, and then they have AOC. And they they have people that want to destroy everything. That's not totally green, and they want to retrofit every house in America. To be uh, green energy compliant. Who's going to pay for that? Come on. But I did some researching on uh, Biden's cabinet. Got my little notebook here. That's what I'm looking down at. It's not on my clipboard, so it's like flopping away. Uh... So, Secretary, uh, or pardon me, yeah, Chairman or Secretary of the Securities and Exchange Commission, Gary uh, Gensler. He's an Obama-era regulator. Liberal. Will change the stance on big business. Uh, you know, these are the people that felt Trump was too uh, free market. Let big business uh, run the economy. Well, um, hello. We used to be a capitalist country. Business is supposed to run the economy. Um, he imposed rules on banks after the 2008 market crash. Um, the home, home lending scam that was going on. Uh, so he's a rules and regulator guy. He's going to impose red tape, restrictions on business, and things of that nature. It's not going to help small businesses. It's not going to create jobs. This is strictly a liberal regulator to make sure that the rich don't get richer and they don't bring the rest of us along. You know, nobody has ever been hired by or employed by a poor person. Okay? Not even a person making a $15 minimum wage has hired anybody. 
but not anybody, maybe beyond a babysitter or somebody to mow your grass or something. Uh, his attorney general, Merrick Garland, uh, I, this is somebody I've actually heard of. He was the chief judge at the D.C. Court of Appeals. Uh, he was blocked from the Supreme Court by the GOP in Obama's lame duck term. Uh, actually, it was several months before Obama hit lame duck status. Uh, but the Republicans blocked him. Uh, his big thing is whether or not to or how to investigate Trump's alleged interference in the Mueller investigation, according to Politico. Um, he says, you know, it's going to be a, a nonpartisan Justice Department. Uh, Trump's was pretty nonpartisan, too, because they were basically against him a lot of the time. But, uh, anyways, the CIA director, William Burns, he has 33 years foreign policy experience. He's had several jobs at the State Department, so... He's a deep state guy. What a surprise there. Uh, he had a vital role in the Iran nuclear deal. Oh, that was lovely. Let's give Iran the capability to make nuclear weapons. And this guy's going to be director of the Central Intelligence Agency. Oh, joy. Secretary of Commerce, Gina... Raimundo, she was or is governor of Rhode Island, but she'll have to step down when she becomes sec of commerce. Uh, she was considered for uh, Biden's vice president at one point. She's a venture capitalist. She was backed by Bain Capital, which Bain Capital is uh, one of the companies Mitt Romney was famous for running so she's a Romney friend um, Bain Capital was also known for laying off employees uh, like if your company was struggling and you, know, you had enough money to pay them they would come in take control for a while make changes um, usually changes meant laying off a lot of people and some of them did get hired back once the company got back on its feet. But that was Bain Capital's legacy. And that's one of the things that sunk Mitt Romney's president's presidential bid, along with the fact that Mitt Romney sucks. Uh, Bain Capital. So this uh, Gina uh, Raimondo, she uh, was a venture capitalist backed by Bain Capital. Uh, she ran Biden's Cancer Moonshot Initiative, which was a cancer charity that Biden had that never donated or didn't donate very much money to cancer research. I'm not sure what they did, but I remember in one of his speeches, Biden, when you know, he had probably like 10 people at this thing, it was during the primary, and he didn't present a plan. He didn't step up to a microphone. He was just kind of like wandering around the, the podium with the mic in his hand and had his head down. He's like, and when I'm president, we're going to cure cancer. 
And it's like, yeah, some of the conservative media picked up on it. Because what a thing to say when there's been cancer research for years and you give people false hope that you're going to cure this horrible, wretched illness that has so many forms and you ran a cancer charity that never donated money to cancer research. Oh, um, but that's his Secretary of Commerce, Gina Raimondo. His Secretary of Labor, Marty Walsh. This guy's like a union thug. He just looks, he's, he looks like a cool working class dude that you'd like to have a beer with. Um, he joined Labor's local uh, 223 at the age of 21. He wants to uh, expand unions. Like union expansion, it it's definitely not the government's job. It's the workers' right to organize. But how do you say you want to expand unions? Because you can't force people to join. Anyway, that was one of his things. Uh, he made Boston a sanctuary city. Okay, he was uh, he's currently the mayor of Boston, Marty Walsh. And he made Boston a sanctuary city uh, after one of Trump's uh, rants on illegal immigration. He also gave in to the defund the police movement after there were uh, riots in Boston. Instead of being for law and order, he took $12 million away from the police department's overtime budget. <laughs> which people said was only only a 3% cut in the overall budget. But Boston's a huge city. And police overtime is very crucial to keeping the peace. But it's one way that you can cut money from a police department's budget without cutting officers, laying off officers, and upsetting the, the FOP, the police union. So... Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, I've heard of him. He's been an ambassador. Uh, I believe he was involved in the fake Russian hoax scandal with Trump. And so uh, he's a son of Hungarian Jews, which is cool. I like that. Uh, he lived and went to high school in France for a while. That's interesting. Uh Worked in the Bush and Clinton administrations. Uh, he wanted to split Iraq into three distinct uh, territories. Or break it up into three different countries based on the um, ethnic and religious uh, histories of the three regions. Uh, Iraq technically back before uh, World War II was like five different countries, I believe. And then in a realignment of the region when Britain and France were still like the world hegemons, they made Iraq one place. And it's been a disaster ever since. If it's not ruled by a ruthless dictator, it's like in chaos. But, and I'm not for ruthless dictators, but this guy, Anthony Blinken, wanted to split Iraq into three distinct 
countries. Um, he helped uh, Obama's um, response or plan when Russia annexed Crimea. He came up with the Obama um, response to that. Didn't get a lot of research on what exactly the response was, but I don't recollect it being good. They basically said, take Crimea. Um, he was also uh, in charge of Obama's Syria policy, where Syria was a dumpster fire for years. Our ambassador died there uh, from smoke inhalation uh, because the uh, building he was hiding in was on fire. He was in a safe room, but eventually succumbed to smoke inhalation. This is when the uh, embassy, American embassy in Syria was overrun. Uh, so that's that's great. Uh, Anthony Blinken, great Syria policy there, uh, buddy. And he wants to review the U.S.-Saudi relationship. Don't know what's wrong with the U.S.-Saudi relationship. I think it's a good one. Saudi Arabia, of course, has a long way to go with women's rights, with uh, gay rights, but there is progress being made. Women are, in some parts, uh, allowed to uh, have driver's licenses now. One of the new kings... Uh, is a little more Western, wants to modernize Saudi Arabia. Uh, but from my talk with a Saudi woman, she said that she likes America better. And this girl was Muslim. She was here uh, to learn how to teach English so she could go back. Uh, she was being sponsored by someone. And when she went back to Saudi Arabia, she would uh, have to work for that company or person uh, teaching English to Saudi citizens. But she told me <coughs> she liked America better because she had rights. I said, well, why don't you stay? And she said, well, part of my deal is, you know, these people are paying for us to go to university. And then, you know, my husband and I go back. But she said, as a woman in Saudi Arabia, she had no rights uh, unless she was married. And then when she was married, she was the property of her husband. Now, being that her husband allowed her to uh, speak to and be uh, alone with a guy that was not a relative. I mean, we just met in a public place and started talking. Um while I was working, but, you know, that shows her husband's a little more Western, a little more modern than most Saudis, so I don't know what Blinken thinks he's going to change about the U.S.-Saudi relationship, uh, cheaper oil maybe, cheaper gas, because Biden's plans to destroy the American oil and gas industry, um, his Secretary of Defense, Austin Lloyd, uh, he was the first black commander of CENTCOM, or U.S. Central Command. Um, he commanded U.S. forces in 
Operation Iraqi or Iraq Operation New Dawn, which was a joint uh, security operation by Iraq and U.S. forces uh, as Americans were supposed to be being drawn down or drawn out of Iraq and. Uh, Lloyd Austin uh, ran that. Uh, he in the or he's been Army Vice Chief of Staff. That's pretty awesome. Uh, in the private sector, this is what bothers me. He worked for Raytheon Technologies, United Technology, and Nucor. What were his roles there after he retired from the military? Because some of these companies. They hire these ex-military guys because they get software that the government developed uh, for our military to use in uh, psych ops or psychological warfare, and then they retool it for civilian use and use it for uh, political purposes uh, against American people. And that's no bullcrap. I mean, they can watch your uh, Facebook and see how you're uh, leaning one way or another and target their political messages to suit what you see on their Facebook or on their website uh, or what commercials they put out, what online advertising they do. Uh, so the, the politicians and government are using uh, some of this technology and it looks like Lloyd Austin may have worked for some of those companies that uh, used you know, military grade technology for civilian use. I have to do more research on Raytheon, United Tech, and Nucor, but I don't know if he's part of the deep state or what he's up to. Then we have Pete Buttigieg. Good old Pete. I kind of like this guy. I bet he's a nice guy to just hang out with him and talk to. Uh, but he has no experience in anything other than being mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Um, but he's a good communicator. And he's going to be Secretary of Transportation. Now, that's not a, a like a crucial post. But when they're talking about, you know, revamping America's infrastructure, uh, highways, bridges, just something Obama said he was going to do, something Trump said he was going to do, uh, everything, uh, including broadband uh, for like rural areas and such. Pete Buttigieg is the guy in charge with no experience, but it's a figurehead cabinet position. Uh, again, it's something that, you know, they wanted to put Pete Buttigieg somewhere because he's a nice guy and a good communicator. They just had, didn't have anywhere to put him. So he gets Secretary of Transportation. Um, so with that, you know, we got to wish this administration well. Wish them luck. Uh, we have to put up with them for four years. Uh, I don't know what changes Kamala Harris is going to make when she takes over. 
but there will be changes made. Um, you know, we have a, a president now who's in the latter stages of life, um, clearly not with it uh, mentally, and we have a vice president with no major uh, experience in national politics, international politics, or anything. And people say, well, neither did Trump. Well, Trump was an international businessman. He has met with foreign leaders. He's dealt with uh, business and people in other countries, governments in other countries, uh, you know, government regulations in other countries. Uh, and he's been extremely active in American politics since the 70s, you know, starting in the city of New York. And then uh, as his real estate uh, business grew national and then international. So, you know, Trump at least had that experience. He made some bad hires early on, like uh, Reince Priebus, who tried to indoctrinate Trump into the fold of the Republican Party, the uh, old guard. And Reince did a good job at the Republican convention in Cleveland saying, you know, this is our candidate we're going to support him because we can't let Hillary become president. And uh, as far as that end of the, the thing went with coordinating the Republican Party to the Trump campaign and campaigning together, Reince did good, but him along with other early Trump hires like John Bolton uh, were just bad hires. Bad advice Trump got from other people bad judgments he made himself of course uh, because you know these people had the resume had the uh, supposed credentials but once they got in there they weren't taking his lead they were trying to take the lead from him um, you know like Bolton wanted to go to war with Iran well Bolton's a war hawk he was he was integral in Bush's war with Iraq well, you know, we don't need that. We don't need wars. Unless they, you know, somebody's a threat directly to the United States. But with that, uh, I started to go down a peaceful road. <laughs> then I got off track. Um, we should pray for this administration. Pray for America. Always pray for each other. Hit me up on social media, Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Uh, parlor at the real big John once it gets up and running again uh, all your podcast platforms and of course YouTube and rumble Americana the American way so thank you guys for listening I'm getting the five minute warning from my podcast app that I have to shut up so we'll see y'all Maybe, if I can get the phone to work. Come on, technology, work with me.